Hi there. I'm Allison McGee, host of the Words by Winter podcast, coming to you from the bed where I am sitting cross-legged in my non-studio, recording this in the middle of the shutdown. As a writer, I've always worked from home, so not much has changed for me in that regard. I can work on the couch or at the table or on the porch, but what about everyone who can't? What about everyone at the grocery stores, the hospitals, the pharmacies, the restaurants, everyone else deemed essential who's required to keep working in the face of this invisible menace? A couple of weeks ago, I asked readers to tell me what they were silently trying to work through these days. A few of the responses, and note that none of these people actually go by their initials. I'm just intent on protecting everyone's privacy. From S. My contract was ended early today for a job I loved and where I was succeeding. The decision was made because of things my managers couldn't affect. So, the heart of that. From Jay, the uncertainty after my husband was laid off. From S, guilt. From D, trying to figure out how to still work, be a teacher, and a mom, and not lose my mind. From Jay, I feel like you feel when someone has died. I wake up happy and then I remember. Also, I miss human beings. From another Jay, missing my students and fearing someone I love will get this. From N, juggling way too many things. From S, I was laid off today. From T, this sense that the world has changed and we can never go back. From M, a strange sense of abandonment by others and toward others. This is Allison again, thinking about what everyone's going through right now. Thinking about how the other day at the grocery store, I stood in line for my favorite cashier, who thanked me for wearing a mask and gloves, thanked me for thanking her, then thanked me again. I'm thinking about my friend whose uncle died of the virus over the weekend. I'm thinking about my sister whose doctor is sure she and her family had the virus, but who can't know for sure and won't be able to help with antibodies until tests are available. I'm thinking of my parents, sheltering in far upstate New York. I'm thinking of the 5,000 cars lined up the other day at the stadium-turned-food-bank 30 miles north of here. 5,000 cars! every one of them driven by a scared person doing whatever it takes, waiting in line for hours so that they can bring home one bag of potatoes, one bag of apples, one bag of canned goods. I'm thinking of someone with a great deal of power worldwide who offhandedly suggested the other day that maybe it would be a good idea for us to inject ourselves with disinfectant and how someone I know spent half the night persuading her mentally ill relative not to do just that. A week ago, I asked readers to tell me what they were thankful for right now, and the floodgates opened. Here are some of the responses. 
I'm thankful for the gift of life every day. My wonderful daughters and grandchildren, my awesome friends, coffee in the morning, music, my home, and hundreds of books in my house. I'm thankful for sunshine and cool birds. I'm thankful for the gift of time. Felt like we've been allowed to get off the hamster wheel and to life back to basics. Staying home and learning to make do and make the best of the situation. I'm thankful for God, family, and country. Bunnies and chipmunks who come to visit in the yard. And last but not least, my friends and family. I'm thankful for Bruce Springsteen, who is live streaming a concert from home on Wednesday. I'm thankful for sun pouring into my bedroom as I begin Zoom teaching. I'm thankful for the courage of my wife. Flowering trees outside. A husband recovering from COVID who is thinking more clearly the last few days. I'm thankful for friends, family, and asparagus. I'm thankful for employment. I'm thankful for family. I'm thankful for dogs. I'm thankful for the safety of being in my home. I'm thankful for my beautiful dog, a rescue, but formerly a PTSD therapy dog. I'm thankful for my health, my job, my family, my friends. I'm thankful for strawberries. I'm thankful for family. I'm thankful for Dr. Fauci. I'm thankful for my kids, my warm comforter, my health and the health of those I love, my cats, laughter, books, reality TV shows. I'm thankful that I awoke from a coma 31 years ago and got to live this bonus life with a love of my life. I'm thankful for an organized garage, first time ever. The memories that make me smile. The possibility of what might happen tomorrow that will cause smiles the next day. I'm thankful for a job that allows me to work remotely. I'm thankful for the person I get to quarter with and the people we created. I'm thankful for the dear and good people in my life and in the world who keep defying darkness with incredible acts of kindness, compassion, selflessness, and generosity. And most definitely for the healthcare workers, first responders, grocery and other frontline workers, so many, many heroes showing up every single day for the greater good, despite the risks involved. So much. I'm thankful for goldfinches and a dry basement which when you think about it, could either be the title of a poem or a new album by Sufjan Stevens. Yesterday I took a walk and the hardest part was not being able to smile at people, but you know what? I still smiled under my mask because it's who I am and secretly I believe that everyone knew I was smiling at them. I'm thankful for coffee and slow mornings and lots of reading. I'm thankful for the love of my family. How did I ever get so lucky? Oh, and a comfortable chair with a great view. With all the pain and anger happening around the globe, I'm grateful that all my loved ones are safe and healthy. I pray that you and your loved ones are safe and well during this time. I'm thankful for a finished basement for homeschooling. I'm thankful for longer days. I'm thankful for an easier, slower pace with time to savor. Savor the birds, the warm wood stove, 
the articles, magazines, books, and most of all, my family. I'm thankful for my health. I can breathe on my own. I'm thankful for a phone call from a cousin I haven't seen or talked to in 30 years. Laughter and memories. I'm thankful for being retired in a house with my husband. I'm thankful for the many ways we communicate with one another to remind each other we're not alone. My wonderful friends and my sweet puppy. I'm thankful for... I'll get back to you on that. My ability to fix things, repair, build, create, design. I'm thankful for working from home when so many people don't have the option. I'm also grateful for my family and so many good books. Place that calms my soul. I have health and sourdough starter and shelter and wine. My children are fabulous, mostly. My parents are still alive. My siblings aren't too weird, and I have hope. Hope is key. I'm thankful for family, health, and internet. Oh my gosh, I'm thankful for so much. I live in a postcard. I have a love of my life. Two grown children that give me such happiness, and thankfully, bring me to my knees every once in a while. Great materials to make stuff with, a curious mind, and maybe best of all, a bevy of fantastic, crazy, talented, forgiving, loving friends. My life is so full of good, I practically bust at the seams. I'm thankful that I still get to go to work looking after residents I care about in a job that I love, that my family and friends are healthy, that all this has given me lots of quality time with my son and partner on days off, and also plenty of time to read. I'm thankful that somehow I don't have COVID-19, that wonderful people have made and delivered face masks to me, that people are working so hard to save each other, to keep this world spinning, for the beautiful friends and community members who have assembled into a generous, caring army to help out those who need it, for the friend who delivered an entire home-cooked Passover dinner to me because she knew I was wistful watching all the families that got to have seders together. Matzo balls, chicken, soup, muffins, bread, salad. I'm crying again just writing about it. I don't know what to do with spontaneous generosity like that. I don't feel worthy, and that's one story. There's at least one story like that a day over here. My heart can't hold it all. Hey there, it's Allison. I've listened to this a few times now, and what I keep hearing over and over and over is family and friends and work, and kindness, and love, and gratitude. I'm thinking again of that favorite cashier of mine in the grocery store, and the thank you game we keep playing. The poem, Anyone Who Is Still Trying, by David Hernandez, has been floating through my head ever since I first read it a few years ago, and it feels like the perfect poem for our times. Anyone Who Is Still Trying by David Hernandez Any person, any human, any someone who breaks up the fight, who spackles holes or FedExes ice shelves to the Arctic to keep the polar bears afloat, who talks the wind-rippled woman down from the bridge, any individual, any citizen who skims muck from the coughing ocean, who pickets across the street from anti-gay picketers, 
with a sign that reads, God hates maggots, or God hates restaurants with zagat ratings less than 27. Any civilian who kisses a forehead heated by fever or despair, who reads the x-ray, pins the severed bone, any biped who volunteers at soup kitchens, who chokes a Washington lobbyist with his own silk necktie, I take that back, who gives him mouth-to-mouth until his startled heart resumes its kabooms. Sorry, I get cynical sometimes. There is so much broken in the system, the districts, the crooked thinking. I'm working on whittling away at this pessimism, harvesting light where I can find it. Any countryman or countrywoman who is still trying, who still pushes against entropy, who staunches or donates blood, who douses fires real or metaphorical, who rakes the earth where tires once zeroed the ground, plants something green, say spinach or kale, say a modest forest for restless breezes to play with. Any anyone from anywhere who considers and repairs, who builds a prosthetic beak for an eagle. I saw the video. The majestic bird disfigured by a bullet. The visionary with a 3D printer, with polymer and fidelity, with hours and hours and hours. I keep thinking about it thinking we need more of that commitment, those thoughtful gestures, the flight afterward. Well, that's it for today's episode, and thank you for listening. If you liked it, please tell a friend, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Original theme music was composed and performed by Dylan Parisi, who can be found on Instagram at dylan.field.parisi, P-E-R-E-S-E. Additional piano and instrumental music was composed and performed by musician Kelly Krebs, whose contact info can be found in our show notes. Poet David Hernandez's beautiful poem, Anyone Who Is Still Trying, from his most recent book, Dear Sincerely, is used by permission of the author. It was read by writer and voice artist Luke O'Brien, whose contact info can be found in our show notes as well. Words by Winter is created and hosted by me, writer Allison McGee. Tell me what you're going through, what uncertainties or troubles you're dealing with, maybe in the silence of your own mind and heart. Let me know so that I can go in search of a poem to help you through the way poems have been helping me through ever since I was a little girl. Sometimes life feels too hard, too intense, just too much. And if that's where you are right now, reach out. Whoever you are, whatever age, whatever place in life, you can send me a voice memo via email to wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com or just write me at the same address, which again is wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. For more information, go to alisonmcgee.com and click on the Words by Winter page. Words by Winter. Conversations, reflections, and poems about the passages of life. Because it's rough out there, and we have to help each other through. Mm -hmm.